Hi, this is Yvonne Brown, and this is a JADcast, produced by JAD Communications International, the organization that helps women to overcome limiting beliefs and achieve their highest potential at www.jadcommunications.com. Welcome. Our guest today is Sandy Castro. Sandy is a former math and science teacher who often saw stars when she looked at disadvantaged young adults. She co-founded IC Stars in 1999. This nonprofit organization is shaping the next generation of technology leaders by helping talented and resilient young people from 18 to 27 harness the strength of technology for social and economic leadership. Ladies and gentlemen, while we were preparing, Sandy made a statement that I I just have to find out what it's all about. So, Sandy, you made a statement about cleavage and fruit. Would you like to expand on that for us, please? <laughs> I sure would. Um, <laughs> you know, in technology, unfortunately, women are minority. Yeah. And that at IC Stars, we call women in technology the warriors. And I've developed a warrior curriculum to kind of get these women ready for the industry, but to also see technology as a tool in their armory. And so I have a kind of an interesting story that I wanted to share with you today about cleavage oh boy. and fruit. We love stories. <laughs> and here's how it goes. Um, you know, the, the uh, training is structured so that three... The, the entire cycle is divided up into three teams. Mm -hmm. They form their own consulting companies, and they compete for RFPs from the client. Mm -hmm. The winning team wins a recommendation, um, some monetary... Uh, compensation of compensation, some kind. And the honor of being the winner. Yeah. Well, uh, one team was devised for the first time of only women. <clears throat> so there were three women on this team, and they were brilliant, Yvonne. Uh -huh. I mean, really outstanding. And when we had configured these teams, we thought, you know, this all-women's team is going to kick butt. You know? Yeah. Yeah, really. You know, the one woman was a strong technologist. One woman had a great head for business, could sell anything. Wow. And the third woman was incredibly creative and really embodied those leadership principles. Mm-hmm. So right out of the gate, they're, you know, doing great. They're, you know, every single meeting, they're ahead of the other two teams. Because not only were they able to actually do the work, but they could anticipate. They could figure out what the client would want. Oh, boy. And meet their needs before they were asked to. Well, so they were miles ahead of the other two teams. And this one day, we were having an event, and we had some fruit left over from the event. And the client meetings were happening later in the evening. Now, I'd seen them earlier in the day, and they were dressed, you know, in business casual. And when they went down for the meeting, I'm in the room when they do their presentation. And this is what I saw. Cleavage and fruit. And this, this is what she saw, folks. Cleavage and fruit. Y yes, you heard it here first. Okay. They had changed their outfits, and they had brought down the fruit from the <laughs> earlier meeting with them, to give to the client. Yeah. Now, the first thing that I thought was, my goodness, this is of biblical proportions. <laughs> biblical. <laughs> what on earth is happening here? Not only had right before my eyes these women gone from fierce warriors who knew the rules, the unwritten rules, the written rules, knew how to anticipate, understood the customer's customer, had gone from these very savvy business analysts, technology people, to 
cleavage. <laughs> and what was even more fascinating is that their clients were all male. And they had a hard time for the first time ever meeting their eyes. They didn't yeah. even know where to look. Yeah. And that these that women would thought, okay, we're getting ready for our meeting. And I don't know if it was conscious or subconscious, but there was cleavage. <laughs> cleavage in a business meeting. And Good I, God. Right beneath the cleavage is a tray of fruit. <laughs> and from that point on, when we debriefed the meeting with the client, the client was like, well, I would have expected more. Their designs weren't what I expected. Their understanding of the material, it was below standard. Now, their content was just fine. It it was where it had always been. Mm -hmm. But the cleavage and the fruit have kind of knocked them out of the ballpark, and I kept remembering the fact that their client couldn't make eye contact with them. Oh, good point. You know, and it... it So I don't think their client actually truly heard them or had true communication with them because they were distracted. And we know when people look each other in the eye, they really feel like they're connecting and they're communicating. Exactly. Like the eyes are the window to your soul, right? So they say, and I agree. And so it was a fascinating conversation that I had with these women. I mean, what had really happened? Yes. What, what Did they say why they did that? Well, no. The first thing they said was, it felt different. I felt invisible. Interesting. And the very act of making things very visible, I mean, with the cleavage. Yeah. And the fruit actually did exactly the opposite. And that as minorities, as minorities in a technology field, yeah, the most important thing is for us to be visible. And so that idea of cleavage and fruit making them invisible was a profound teaching moment. I find it very profound, too. And, you know, I like I was just saying to you, I, I spoke with over 300-plus women last week. And even as a woman, when a woman has that cleavage happening, it is very distracting because now the conversation no longer feels as professional as it does when she has that whole professional look. Right, right. And it's hard to be taken seriously. I mean, when we're in, a, in an industry where it's about thought leadership and it's about making the invisible visible, all of those things become a distraction for us. Now, I'm not saying, you know, a woman should look presentable and, and, and pretty and embrace kind of our, our, our feminine femininity, side, yeah. our femininity. But I am saying that if it's going to... Um, well, I just couldn't think of a better teachable moment for them. It would be very different for me to stand up and say, okay, these are the things you should and shouldn't wear. <laughs> but then I become a very, di- you know, having that experience meant to them the importance of visibility and invisibility that much more powerful. And having been in the moment themselves and having also been so successful up to that point, right. way ahead of the other teams, right. and just having that one blip on the screen of. This cleavage and fruit, God, I love that, cleavage and fruit, it had a direct impact on how they were perceived. That's right. Whether they were perceived as as successful, really great technologists who knew what they were doing, or as non-professionals. Right. Because although, one of the things I talk to my women and say is that although the person does not 
verbalize to you what they what the response is in their mind. Right. It's going on and when they walk away, that's the image they have in their mind. Right. And unfortunately you put it there. And they're left with cleavage and fruit while the other teams <laughs> are left with a powerful data model and all these other things that their client is that the client is with. looking for. Exactly. That was really fantastic. I, I love that. I think I'll call this episode Cleavage and Fruit. <laughs> Now, uh, do you have any concluding comments, what you would like to share with the audience uh, before we sign off, Sandy? It's open forum here for you. Sure, thanks. Um, I guess, you know, the last thing that I want to say is that I, I too, had a, a, a visible and visible moment in my career. And, um, you know, I, as the co-founder of IC Stars, um, I founded this organization with my business partner. And... I built the educational model mm-hmm. and worked to really kind of think of a creative solution to how we were going to facilitate the educational process at IC Stars that would be unprecedented, that wouldn't look like the universities or the internship rotation programs. Yeah, unique. Unique. Yeah. While she did all of the marketing and um, really kind of built us a home in the high tech community in Chicago, we never took any government funding. We were funded entirely by the industry which was seen as an investment, that they would hire our people after the program, it would help build curriculum, people would volunteer. And the community was the essence of what we were building here. Well, after the other co-founder left, I was at an event, and I you know, had brought all the interns with me, and we were doing our networking thing. And I met a woman who, um, who said, now, so how do you like the program? Because she automatically assumed that I was a participant. Interesting. And this would happen to me quite often. Um, and I'm, you know, fortunate that I look young. And I don't say <laughs> very much. Yes. Um, but something very interesting happened when I told her that I was not a participant, but thanked her for the compliment and said that I was actually the co-founder and president of IC Stars. And she said, would you please step out into the hall with me for a moment? And so I did. I stepped out in the hall, and she proceeded to cuss me out. Excuse me? She proceeded to say all kinds of things, profanity included. Negative things, including profanity. Hmm. To me directly. And I said, well, hold on a minute. Like, I haven't had anybody talk to me that way since my mother. (laughs) And, And what on earth, you know, are you talking about? And she went on to say that, how dare I be invisible? And that as a woman of color running this organization, she had no idea that I even existed. Mm. Because up until this moment, I had been internal. And that uh. all of the external visible points were done by my cohort. Uh-huh. And that what she needed to know more than anything was she needed to see me. And see of me course. standing for IC stars. Yeah. And that how, would, how was I teaching young people to be visible when I myself was invisible. Interesting. And that that's what justified all of her profanity and everything else. <laughs> well, it doesn't justify it, but it is, <laughs> it is very profound, and I'm sure that was an awakening for you, was it not? It absolutely was. And so I, I say this in conclusion that no matter where we are or what roles we're in or how we're affecting change in our communities, in our work, in our careers, to remain, in, to remain visible 
even though we're facing challenges and everything else, to make those challenges visible on a scale that other people are not just witnesses to our development, but are also inspired by what we can all be. Sandy, that was really wonderful. Thank you very much for generously sharing that story. And I would like to say to all of you who are listening, all of you women that I love so much and why I created JED Communications, in order for you to reach your potential, you have to be visible. Don't worry about all the other stuff. Just make sure that you learn from this uh, lesson that Sandy just shared with you to make yourself visible so that when opportunities arise, you're the one. You've been listening to a JADcast. We hope this podcast helps you on your journey to achievement of your destiny. Remember to visit us at www.jadcommunications.com.